Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon, everyone. I am Nika Shirell, and this is the ITCAST Real Talk on Sex. The ITCAST is our community outreach podcast that aims to increase diversity in conversations on health and sexuality. Through this work, we are creating a world where all people feel loved, honored, and respected. You can ask us anything. We want to hear from you. Thank you, everyone who submitted questions for today's show. We're really excited. Um, and you can uh, find that link in the comments below. Uh, Soul Play Festival coming up this summer, second, week of, second weekend in June. Uh, it's a four-day focused, heart-opening connection, blissful dance, invigorating yoga, and incredible community. That's what they're bringing. So I'm going to be there teaching a workshop, uh, teaching, teaching workshops that focus on healing shame and creating intimate conversations and connections. Uh, so come heal that space with me. I'd love to see you there. Uh, the it cast. So we want to thank our patrons. I want to take a second. <laughs> so uh, I want so I want to give a special shout out to Francesca Gentile and Brianna Cavanaugh for being two of our amazing patrons who are supporting our work in the world and helping us continue to get this out. Uh, everyone, please join us on the Patreon. Get the bonus content and help make this work possible. Um, so. Here we go. All right, you can find more information on our resource page uh, on the itcast.com. Subscribe to this YouTube channel and let's go ahead and dive in. This week's topic is real talk on spicing up date night. Today in the booth, we have Nikki Shaw bringing passion for food and an appetite for adventure. Chef Nikki Shaw is committed to spreading awareness and preventing heart disease, diabetes, blood, high blood pressure. She is a partner for the restaurants and concessions at Oakland International Airport. In addition, Nikki is a trained media spokesperson specializing in recipe development and product endorsement for major corporations. She has been featured, she's been a featured chef for the American Diabetes Association, the American Heart Association, and Kaiser Permanente. She conducts healthy cooking demonstrations and educates communities about the importance of making smart food choices and staying physically active on TV and in person. Nikki, come on and join us. Hello. Good afternoon. Yes. Oh, hi. How are you? Look at you. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Nika. Thank you for doing what you're doing. This is so amazing that you're bringing this awareness. So I just want to acknowledge you and your work. You're amazing. You really are. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, um, so, so a part of that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, why don't you tell us a bit about uh, yourself and why you chose to do the show? Absolutely. And I'm giving you your flowers. Thank you very much. I see that it's got you all off guard. And you probably don't hear it enough, but I'm telling you, you are amazing. And I just want to um, acknowledge that you've improved my life. And that's why I'm sitting here talking to you. For your viewers, I know you, you know, you spend so much time highlighting other people, but I want to take a moment to highlight you <laughs> because you really, um, you really changed my life, Mika. And, you know, for those of you that don't know, this is an amazing coach. And, um, and I love to see you sharing your gift with the world. And um, not, not to uh, give up too much information, but 
um, I was struggling with a few things and Nika told me, she was like, how about you stop doing all of that and just authentically be you? And I was like, oh, I mean, it sounds so simple, but I was just struggling trying to be superwoman for everybody and really show up for my family. And she was like, uh-uh, you see that that hasn't been working. So I need you to stop and you be you. And I was like, okay. And from that day, and that was probably, I don't know how many years ago, I, I can't even remember. That was probably seven, six, maybe or so years <coughs> ago, I'm not sure. But um, that day changed my life. So I just want to acknowledge your power and your gift and thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, I, I ain't never seen me this vulnerable. <laughs> thank you, Nick. No, I, I forgot your question. What was your <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so basically just tell us a bit about your background, who you are, um, all those parts while I compose myself. Okay. So I am, um, I'm a teacher, I'm an educator. I like to inspire my community, especially the underserved community. I like to inspire them to make healthy lifestyle choices. And sometimes people, you know, they get caught up in a diet and they're like, well, I'll, you know, do this diet. And um, especially my best friend, she's getting married on July 16th. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, you know, just drink liquids. I'm going to eat um, you know, just vegetables and I'm going to lift weights. So by July 16th, I'm going to be, you know, in tip top condition in my wedding dress. And, you know, I'm like, girlfriend, with you being my best friend, you should know that it's not about a diet. It's about a lifestyle. You have to live a healthy lifestyle. And I feel it's my calling to just empower my community and other communities to make these healthy choices um, because our lives depend on it. And sometimes people are like, well, I can't afford it. You know, I, I can't afford to eat healthy. You can't afford not to. Right. You know, I understand when you go to the fast food restaurant, you can get a meal for $5, especially if you're feeding a family of four. I get that it's affordable but you're gonna pay for it in the long run with hospital visits and medications. I've seen it. I've seen it in my own family. And um, I, I always go back to the saying that, oh, a smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no judgment, there's no shade, it's just saying, let's be smart about this and let's look at, you know, our family members, our friends, and let's see the decisions they made and let's see where it got them mm -hmm. and learn from that. So long story short, um, my work is to teach people how to live a healthy lifestyle. And that means be conscious of the food, the drinks, and the exercise that you're doing every day. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, Nikki, you so inspire me. 
Like I am right on that boat. And I, I'm, I grew up chunky y'all and now I'm voluptuous and everybody ought to know. And it was constantly like the, the diet conversation and the weight loss conversation. And like, you have to do this, you have to take this pill, drink this shake. And you're, none of it is sustainable. Like it, it's crazy making. And then you got that like yo-yo dieting, which is even more unhealthy than like, it's all the bouncing around. So when I, when I first encountered your work and you were doing the project with the school kids, I was like, oh my God, yes. And you were talking about all the foods and all the vegetables and how they impact the body. And like, I was, I was just like blown away. I'm like, there can be a healthy balance to what I'm doing. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, so yeah, I really, really appreciate everything that you are. Um, all right, so let's talk about date night. Oh, sorry, go ahead. And, and before, just before we skip on to the juicy bit, everything you just said, I'm here for you for that. And, you know, you were like, I grew up chunky. You know, it's what I do is without judgment. It's, um, it's not even so much about how much you weigh. It's about being the best version of yourself. It's about feeling good. It's about being healthy on the inside and the outside. And it's about doing what makes you feel good. You know, different strokes for different folks. Some people love thickness. Some people love thinness. You know, it's subjective. It's, it's your perspective. So um, I'm never here to um, shame or talk about you need to lose weight or you gotta do, it's not about that. It's about doing what works for you, which allows you to live your optimum life which means you have mental clarity, you feel good about yourself. And, and I'll, I'll be very honest, all those shakes and pills and all that, like you said, it's not sustainable, but I'll give you the answers to the test. The answers to the test is, if you wanna live a healthy lifestyle and even drop a few pounds, focus on, of course, vegetables all the time, as much as you can. And it's your favorite vegetables. And that does not include corn and potatoes. A lot of times, you know, people are like, oh, I, okay, I love me some corn. I love me some potatoes. I can eat that all day. No. Ketchup neither, just saying. <laughs> no, that, that, that means we want to load up on the cruciferous vegetables, which means the vegetables in the family of cabbage, Brussels sprouts, kale, collard greens, spinach. Um, we want to load up on leafy green vegetables, zucchini, squash, asparagus, those kinds of vegetables. And um, also eat as much fruit as you want. Be careful about the sugar level in the fruit. So, so the answers to the test is vegetables, fruit, lean meat, which means chicken, fish, and turkey, and drink plenty of water. That's the answers to the test. If you want to live a healthy lifestyle, save your money on all those shakes and pills. And, and um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm reading the messages. <laughs> That's part of the challenge about being a chef. I make myself hungry. Um, that's the simple bottom line. And it's that simple. That's the simple formula for living a healthy lifestyle. Vegetables, fruit, lean meats, chicken, fish, and turkey. So what I didn't mention, <clears throat> just 
you know, to just to also tell people what I didn't mention in this healthy lifestyle is I didn't mention carbs. I didn't say anything about rice. I didn't say anything about potatoes, pasta, bread, carbohydrates. Um, I didn't say anything about that. Also, corn and potatoes go in the carbohydrates mm -hmm. category. So, um, and I didn't say anything about um, grains. So be conscious about that. And, um, and the other thing is drink plenty of water. All the other beverages are not in that healthy lifestyle. Although I like to do things in moderation, I will have a, a cocktail, I will have some wine. I'm not saying um, don't have balance. I'm just saying the answers to the test is vegetables, fruit, chicken, fish, and turkey. I did not mention anything about beef and pork. So, although if you like beef and pork, do it in moderation. Just understand when you look at the size of a cow and when you look at the size of a pig and you look at the size of a fish constantly swimming through the water, that's the difference of the effect that it will have on your body. Mm. You see that a fish is nice and lean and it's always moving. You, you never see a fish still. You don't want to see that. <laughs> Right. And a cow, a cow you will see laying around, chilling. And, you know, there's a purpose for a cow, but understand the effects of those animals on our bodies. So that's it. That's my two cents. Right, we're going to stay on this train now. So I, I, I looked into the environmental impact and I was like, OK, I can let go of beef. That's cool. Pork is my weak spot. So we working that out. We working that out. Um, but I remember, so shout out to my brother. Um, we were having a conversation the other day and he stopped and he acknowledged, you know, you were always active as a kid. You biked, you swam, you ate good, all these things. And he just like listed them off. And he was like, and you were never skinny. Like, that's not how your body was supposed to be. And like that was the first time that somebody actually acknowledged that and like really created this like world for me of like, I, I'm not fat. I'm not, oh, I am fat. I'm not lazy, you know, like all these other things, the stories that people make up and, oh, it just, it really touched me. Um, Cause like I got, you know, as a large body person, we often get defended. We don't often get complimented. Mm. I hear that, I hear that. And, um, and let me just add to that. You can work out all day, every day, but the science is if you're not burning off more than you're putting in, then you're not losing. So yeah, you know, people can, can go out here and join a gym, but really it's about your intake. It's about the food choices that you make and it's about how it affects your body because everybody's body is different. Some people need beef, you know, they need that. It depends on their blood type. Some people need to avoid beef. Some people need leafy green vegetables. You know, it's their body type um, responds differently to different foods. So if you do um, live an active lifestyle, but still, aren't losing the pounds, you have to change the mindset and you have to change the food. Mm -hmm. Because if you eat carbs all day, you can run a mile every minute, 
but um, those carbs are going to really um, keep the weight on your body. Now, you can eat right and never step into the gym, never do anything active. Now, I don't support that, but I'm saying that you can eat um, spinach and kale and vegetables every day and lean meat and you will lose weight and never have to lift a finger at, at never have to lift uh, a weight or do any cardio and lose weight. Yeah. You know, when, since you mentioned that, I'm like, I did grow up on a lot of canned corn. Like, and a lot of just. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's affordable and it's what our parents provided for us. Now we're educated. I can't say that the majority, I'm not speaking for everyone, but I came from a low income, single mother household where we lived in a two bedroom apartment and my mother had to make ends meet. And making ends meet meant that, um, you know, we had a grease can on the stove. And when she would fry something, she would save that grease and put it back in that can and then dip in that can and before she cooked something else. And she was like, it's free. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm re recycling this grease, I'm using it again. And in that can of grease had much amazing flavor. It had the flavor of bacon, it had the flavor of beef, and she dipped in that grease can. And when I tell you whatever she made had the wonderful flavor of bacon, whether it was pancakes. Now, pancakes made with bacon grease is yes. spectacular. I do. It is. And even when she would make a big pot of greens, she would dip in that, that can of grease and start the greens and it gave it amazing flavor. But that's what she learned from her mother. And you know, now we're talking about the 60s, the 50s, the 40s. Well, in 2020, 22, we know better. We know better now. We've seen the effects of these foods. Our parents weren't necessarily educated on food. They just know they had to provide food for us. Right. right. So yeah, on that grease story, uh, I, I technically do have one in the fridge. Don't tell anybody. But <laughs> growing up, growing up as a kid, like that whole recycling grease thing, like when it ever got to a point where you didn't think you could use it, you fry up some potatoes and it would filter it out and you could use the grease all over again. Good to know. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so we got a question. Are some animal fats better than others? Uh, are some animal fats better than others? Animal fat is animal fat. So I'm gonna say animal fat is, is that. Um, I think you have to judge by the size and the amount of fat on an animal. So if we're looking at chicken fat, chickens pretty much stay active because they, you know, they, they're walking around um, and they're smaller creatures. Beef, pig, pig fat, beef fat, um, that's a higher, that's higher in fat. So animal fat period is, is just high in fat. If you need an oil, 
like to, you know, lightly saute vegetables or make your own homemade salad dressings, I always recommend olive oil, avocado oil, grapeseed oil. Those are nice light oils. And you'll always hear people talk about the Mediterranean diet. The Mediterranean diet is amazing. It's fresh, it's clean, it's light, and there's a lot of olive oil. So I highly um, recommend olive oil as your go-to, but you can't bring olive oil up to a high heat. You have to keep olive oil at a low heat. Mm. So um, yeah, my oil choice is olive oil. What do you think about coconut oil? Just Coconut oil, um, they say, is great for all kinds of things. Um, I, hear, I hear good things about coconut oil from brushing your teeth with it um, and, and, and get it, removing the plaque off your teeth, putting it on your skin. Um, it makes your skin feel amazing and lightly sauteing with it. So yeah, I, I hear good things about coconut oil. Love it, love it. Now, I will say that someone told me that it makes a great lube. I don't know. <laughs> I would not, I don't know about that part, but I would, I'm not sure, Nika. I'm not sure, because you know, I'm real sensitive in that area. So I don't need, um, any, any irritation, okay, any irritation. So I, I, I think water-based lube is best and I'm not sure that coconut oil is water-based. So. No, <laughs> Good, no, no, not even a little bit, everybody out there. Um, yeah. Yes, <laughs> and water-based lube is the one you wanna use for the least amount of accidents. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, okay. So we did come to talk about date night and I'm really curious to know like, okay, what, what are the happenings, the do's, the don'ts? Um, give me the secret. Well, um, what I will say is that I'm a foodie. Okay, like food is my life. I love food. And I believe that food is one of the most amazing things in the world. And I believe it's versatile. And I believe it's an essential part of a really good date night. And, um, you know, I've been married for 24 years and we have date nights every Friday night that we're in town. Sometimes we're out of town. Love that. Yeah, and you know what? I have to admit that I had to make the conscious decision because I wasn't happy. I wasn't satisfied. I felt like, you know, my girlfriends were having all the fun and I'm like, okay, yeah, I know I'm a chef, but that doesn't mean I have to be in the kitchen and cook every night. I love restaurants. I love lounges. I love to be, you know, romanced. That, that was a missing part of my life. And I had to be very honest with my husband. And I was like, you know, I'm going to make some changes. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you can be part of this change. <laughs> and I just consciously, um, I, I took him out on our first couple of date nights. And, <coughs> excuse me, 
And it was, it, it started one Friday and I was like, hey, uh, are you available? And I took him and I blew his mind. I took him somewhere and the food was amazing. Um, the drinks were amazing. I had amazing conversation. I even got some of those um, cards with questions on it. The, you know, that's kind of sexy mm -hmm. to get the conversation started. And I, you know, I asked him a few of these questions and it was stuff that we hadn't thought about. It was stuff like, you know, like, what is it about me that really excites you? That really, um, what is it about me that really attracts me to you or you to me? And then, you know, it got us thinking. Um, and while you're enjoying amazing food and drinks while having this conversation, and then you go home or, or wherever you want to go, and then you are intimate. Um, and, and sometimes intimacy is even better outside of the home, you know, because yeah. we're at home every day. So, you know, I, I highly recommend intimacy outside of the home, you know, wherever that may be, whatever that looks like for you. Mm -hmm. um, so when you, when you wake up the next morning and you're like, ah, oh, now that was a good date. That, that was, you reflect, you're like, hmm, that was good food, good drinks, good conversation and good intimacy. And I believe that those are essential elements. Now, back to your original question, um, there are certain foods that, you know, can increase your experience. Wait, I'm so sorry. This is stuck in my mind. I feel like I need to go to date, like right now, y'all. I just had to throw that in on the spicy part. Back to the food. <laughs> and you know what? That's part of the amazing work that you're doing. It activates those thoughts because, you know, we all want to be loved. That's why I got on red. We want to be loved. We want to be expressions of love. We want to receive love. You know, we want to give it. And I, and I, and I feel like we're all better people with the exchange of love and these conversations and these kinds of podcasts and these kinds of, this kind of programming are the things that activates your creativity and makes you go out and put things in motion and love on each other and receive the love back. Cause it's a boomerang. When you throw it, you're gonna get it back. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, back to what I was saying that the food is an essential part of the experience because what you wanna do is you wanna eat foods that are living foods that are alive because those living foods give you life and they give you brain, um, full brain function. They give you um, great digestive function. And those are the foods you want to lean toward, especially on date night. And when I say that, it's, it's talking about you know, start with a salad, you know, get those fresh raw vegetables in your system. And even when it's time for the entree, choose um, lean meats. Like I said earlier, chicken, fish, or turkey, some kind of seafood vegetable. I mean, seafood entree, um, something that's light, something that's not going to sit on your stomach. It's going to make you heavy and then have the itis. And the, for those of you that don't know what the itis is, that means you just want to go home and fall asleep. So things that give you the itis are breads, carbs, pasta, rice, potatoes, 
grains, you know, those are the things that make you just want to be sluggish. And sometimes those are the things that are bloating. And, you know, you don't want to be in an intimate situation and feel bloated. That's the worst thing ever. We call that a food baby. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that because it's hard to be in certain positions and, you know, feel comfortable and try and, you know, hold all of that down. <laughs> it's hard. So you definitely, you know, I'm, I'm just encouraging everyone, keep it light on date night, keep it fresh, keep it, um, keep it sexy. And even when it comes to the cocktails, you know, you have to understand that the cocktail is going to um, essentially affect your performance and your experience. So yes, red wine is an aphrodisiac. Wine period is an aphrodisiac. And, you know, have a couple of glasses, whatever works for, for you, but know that too much of any good thing is not a good thing. You have to do everything in moderation. If you have too much wine, too much alcohol, then you can't perform your best, uh, you, you can't be your best. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to not only be conscious of the food and the alcohol, if you choose to drink alcohol, you know, not everybody drinks alcohol. Um, be conscious of the sugar. If you're drinking non-alcoholic or alcoholic beverages, be conscious of the sugar content and be conscious of the caffeine content. That's a big thing as well. So um, for your viewers that aren't necessarily um, into alcohol, and sometimes you can have alcohol with sugar and caffeine. Right? <laughs> I, <don't laughs> me. Uh, I, I won't deny it. <laughs> me. But you know, everything in moderation. And, and when I say that, I love a really good Bailey's coffee. And I like it nice and sweet with whipped cream and caramel on top. Oh, but I don't do it all the time. I do it in moderation, but that is really my weakness. That's my soft spot. But you have to, you have to be mindful of the effects. We're gonna have to grab some of those, just saying. <laughs> it's been a minute. Totally. <laughs> and, and, and in addition to all of those things that I've just mentioned, you have to also be conscious of anything else that you may consume, um, you know, whether you choose to do drugs. Um, and, and when I say drugs, I've, I'm speaking of legal drugs. I'm not speaking on illegal drugs because I'm not an expert and I don't know anything about illegal drugs. Um, <laughs> that clear. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be real clear on that. Um, but, you know, if you choose to consume cannabis, you have to be conscious about, and you know, some people consume cannabis um, for medicinal reasons. You know, some people um, use it for pain relief and relaxation, you know, dealing with anxiety or insomnia. You have to be conscious of the effects that edibles or smokables or vapables have on your body. It, it affects everybody's everybody's bodies uh, differently. But what I do know for sure is that men 
have to be very careful about edibles and gummies because it, you know, it does its job, which is it lowers your blood pressure, it relaxes you. And for a man, that's definitely a wonderful thing. But when it's time to be intimate, you don't want to be relaxed in that area. So if you want to relax and chill, that's a beautiful thing. But know that usually the edibles, the gummies, the THC um, will relax you in such a way that it decreases your blood flow, which means that you're not going to have that strength that you're looking for because you're in relaxation mode. So just know that. Right. I hope y'all were listening out there because that's a good tip. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think this is a perfect time for one of our questions. What is your favorite uh, meal or recipe for summer snacks? My favorite recipe for summer snacks um, would probably be, well, meal, I'll go, I'll go meal first. Meal, I absolutely love a fresh spinach salad with baby spinach leaves with a salmon filet on top. Yes. And I have this amazing salmon seasoning that I put on top. Sometimes I lightly brush on like a light um, teriyaki glaze, sometimes a barbecue sauce glaze. Um, sometimes I, I um, put candied pecans in my little portable blender, mix that up and do like a little crust on top of my salmon. Now that would probably be my ultimate favorite meal. Either the spinach, the bed of spinach or a bed of fresh kale and then have that salmon with the, with the candied pecan crust on top that I baked and then I'll make a homemade salad dressing with cilantro and olive oil and rice, rice vinegar and probably fresh lime and a little bit of honey. Pulse, pulse that in my portable blender, sprinkle, uh, drizzle that on top and probably load up vegetables, some cucumbers um, and sprinkle on some feta cheese. I love feta. And sometimes I'll place uh, mandarin oranges, right around, mandarin orange slices right around the edge. That's my ultimate favorite meal in the entire world. Um. <laughs> I mean, my mouth just watered because y'all don't even know how much I like salmon. Like, that's the bacon of the sea. Like, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> of the sea. I'm gonna have to remember that. Now you said something there. That's pretty amazing. So, okay, that's my favorite meal. My favorite snack, I love um, these uh, chili, sweet chili pistachios. And I can't find them all the time in the store, but they're usually in the produce section and they're pistachios in the shell, but they have this dried sweet chili seasoning on them. That's my ultimate favorite snack. And then I also love like fruit kebabs. Like, I feel like that's a really delicious, healthy snack. And I like to make like a little yogurt dip. And what I'll do is I'll use um, 
Greek yogurt and uh, squeeze a little honey in the Greek yogurt, mix that up and make a fruit kebab with like cubed cantaloupe and uh, honeydew, which are two of my favorites and um, grapes. And then I'll put a side of candied walnuts with that. So the combination of the diced fruit on a stick, cause I'll, I'll skewer it. The combination of that sweet yogurt honey dip and those candied uh, walnuts on the side, that is the most delicious snack, dessert and treat if I'm going to splurge. Yes, oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm a fruitaholic, so I'm right on that train. <laughs> Everything I just mentioned, they're all living foods. There's no, um, I mean, you know, there's, everything I mentioned is like farm fresh. Mm -hmm. Farm fresh, farmer's market, living kind of things. And, and that's how you maintain a healthy lifestyle. That's the lifestyle. You tap into these wonderful treats that are from the earth. Even my pistachio nuts, they're, they're from the earth. The salmon from the water, the spinach from the earth, the fruit from the earth, you know, the honey from the bees. So, mm -hmm. you know, these are all, um, these are all living, delicious, um, organic, beautiful things that enable us to live this wonderful, healthy lifestyle. Mm. Yes, they give back to the body. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so you know we gotta go there. Okay. Food okay. in the bedroom. We got, <laughs> one of our questions is, uh, uh, what is it? What types of foods would be sexy to feed my blindfolded date on date night? So, yeah. Thank you for that question. Whoever asked that question, whoever came up with that question, Nika. It was really not me. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll start, I'll start with what not to do because this is just gonna be fun. What you don't wanna do is give, give someone that's blindfolded, right? What you don't wanna do is give them something that they can't identify. Mm. So you probably want to avoid like meat. You want to avoid garlicky things, oniony things, because now don't get me wrong, garlic and onion are two of my most favorite things to begin a recipe with. Mm -hmm. Love garlic and onion because it just gives everything an amazing layer of flavor. However, on date night, if you choose to eat garlic and onions, make sure you both eat the garlic and the onions because then if only one of you eats it, it's gonna be hard to, uh, to enjoy your intimate interaction. Because of course, we want everything to taste good and smell good and feel good. Garlic and onion taste good while we're eating it, but for the outsider, for the other partner, it's hellish. <laughs> hellish. It's an awful experience. So back to the question, if you are blindfolded 
and you are feeding your partner something, you want it to be sweet and delicious with an amazing aroma. So you want to look for things like strawberries. You want to look for things like honey, chocolate, um, pineapple. And you know what they say about pineapple. Now, I don't know if it's true. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. I don't know what they say. Go, go what? They say, now I don't know, I'm no expert, but they say, and they've written songs about it. <laughs> the song Dice Pineapple by Rick Ross. Um, I'll have to find that. I think Drake has made reference to um, pineapple juice. I think uh, Chris Brown has made reference, but they say that when you eat pineapple and drink pineapple juice, it makes your body fluids, male and female, extra sweet. That's what they say. So. I mean, I, I, I can't substantiate it with science either, but through life experience, <laughs> I, was, I had this ex, um, he ate bananas for whatever reason, like all the time. It was just his jam. He was constantly eating bananas. And like that did something. I was like, hmm, okay, there's something nice about this. So I was throwing some more stuff in the pile that, you know, y'all can go and experiment with. Okay. Okay. Monkeying around. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh my goodness, my goodness. Um Okay, so you were on the, okay, so is there any more of the to-dos to in do. the bedroom or yeah, for the bedroom? I think fruit and sweet is always the way to go. Um, I think um, honey is always a beautiful um, romantic experience. Um, caramel, um, as I said, chocolate and strawberries and the combination of chocolate and strawberries would be amazing to feed to someone like a chocolate covered strawberry um i don't recommend anything with nuts or pineapples or i mean nuts or coconut or uh raisins because then you have like the little particles <laughs> all over and you're like super mm. sexy <laughs> right so you want to do something sexy and smooth and sweet that goes down easy and that's kissable because in in this feeding your partner experience you want to kiss as you're feeding your partner you know it's 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 the whole um intimate um mouth lips things so you want it to be something that you want to taste as well because you're going to taste it together and I just believe that sweet things always make that experience such a pleasure and even like you know candy like peppermint that really makes it nice if you're like sharing a piece of peppermint because it like it stimulates your your sinuses and your senses and it just kind of opens up everything that um minty sweet experience would be pretty awesome and amazing well that was the best question of the day <laughs> uh, 
Yes. Thank you. Thank you to our listeners. Um, so, okay. I can't let you go without talking about splashing. Oh, At least just a little bit. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. So sharing too much detail. Uh, I totally, do you know what splashing is? Um, nope. Okay. 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 <laughs> Context. <laughs> no, not. What is it, Nika? So... For my, my kinky people out there. <laughs> so splashing is when you're like playing with food in a manner of like on your body, not just on your lips or smelling it, but like I'm gonna stick my toes in some ice cream or uh, take a bath in champagne, which I'm back. Okay. <laughs> she's back. <laughs> so... For anybody out there who didn't know, uh, that's another fun way that people get their kinks in. And oh my goodness, I, I hear actually there are some do's and don'ts and I'm hearing they're a little different than this kissing situation. Like uh -huh. kissing with honey is wonderful. Spreading honey all over your bed sheets is kind of a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> right? So <laughs> I'm imagining there are some differences. <laughs> Oh, mm -hmm. uh, but um, yes. Okay, so fun moment. Did you have anything to say on splashing? Now that you know what it is, um, you know, I hear great things about it. You know, it's it's just really it just depends on your personal preference. Um, I, you know, I'm all for anyone's expression of whatever they can imagine it's it's like you have to let your imagination go wild and you have to be open you know you can't be so um in your head where you know you're blocking your blessing mm. you have to do what works for you so yeah i support all of that i love it i love it uh someone put in the chat low acid foods which i think is a good one because I think I don't know that acidic foods are good for any of those. No, you probably that that's a great comment. You do want to avoid anything with vinegar or citrus. <laughs> <laughs> that could ruin the evening right there. Oh my God, I love it, I love it. Okay, so Nikki, tell us about your work, where and how we can find you, all of the amazing things you are doing. Well, let's see. Um, I am a partner in seven restaurants at Oakland International Airport. And since the pandemic, we've been in the build out phase and uh, things should be popping up uh, this time next year. Um, we have a couple of Peaks coffees. We have, um, I'm creating a sports bar at Oakland Airport. Um, we're bringing um, district restaurant Forge Pizza and uh, we're gonna create um, Oakland Draft House. So um, please, you know, when you're traveling, check us out. Um, I'm also working with Kaiser Permanente and I'm teaching target audiences um, just how to live a healthy lifestyle in terms of heart health, in terms of controlling um, blood pressure, 
um, hypertension, diabetes, and um, let's see, what else? What else? Oh, I, I work for- um, Before, so we actually did have someone ask a question about brain health. And I'm wondering if there's anything unique in there that you haven't mentioned. Brain health, you said? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, um, so the thing about having great brain health is you have to avoid sugar when at all possible because sugar acts like a drug and it makes our brain um, overactive or underactive, just like a drug would affect our brain. So my recommendation is for optimal brain health, avoid sugar because sugar, um, the, more, the more sugar you eat, the more you crave it. And the more you uh, put it in your body, it's going to, I call it the crash and burn. So it will excite you and give you a high for a moment but then you go, you go crashing down. So for optimal brain health, avoid sugar when possible. And remember that carbs turn to sugar. So when you eat carbohydrates, which as I mentioned, potatoes, pasta, rice, bread, those carbs, once they're digested, they turn into sugar. Thank you, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so apologies for interrupting. You were sharing about Kaiser Permanente and some of the other work you do. Um, is there any more there where we can find you? Uh, yeah, you can always find me. I do projects with the American Heart Association and uh, you can always find me on social media, um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. It's all the same um, along with my website, which is Chef Nikki Shaw. And uh, please reach out, stay in touch, um, ask me questions, share comments with me. I'm always here for it. I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah. Like I mentioned, I just, I love the work that you do. <laughs> and I can see how impactful and empowering it is. Um, before we hop off, I definitely have to point to the, you said like underserved communities with your mm -hmm. food. Um, mm -hmm. That just, it, it means so much. And could you just share a little bit about like what that looks like? Yeah, so um, usually underserved communities don't have grocery stores close by. Um, usually there's always liquor stores. There's a ton of liquor stores. So um, I, I did a project for the uh, Champions for Change, the Network for a Healthy California. And we did a campaign um, putting fruits and vegetables in liquor stores. So when people are in um, underserved communities or um, you know, inner city communities, they still have access to fruit and vegetables at your local liquor store. So that just looks like um, you know, when you do have to go to a fast food restaurant, how to make healthier choices at a fast food restaurant which means, you know, be conscious of the cooking method, avoid the deep fried foods, go for the grilled or the baked items, avoid um, the carbs, go for the side salad or the side fruit, avoid the soda, go for the bottled water. Mm -hmm. You know, those are, those are just 
healthier choices you can make while you're um, while you're facing challenges. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time I went into a convenience store in Berkeley and I couldn't even find a bag pickle. Like that was what we had when I was growing up. Like the, the most fruit we had was a pickle in a bag and I couldn't even find one out here and I was kind of sad about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, I love that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for really driving that work forward. I mean, it, it's huge. And I know it means a lot to a lot of people out there, whether they were present to it or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll go ahead. Is there anything else you want to share? Um, I think that... Um... I think that pretty much does it for me. Um, in addition to everything we talked about, you know, I, I feel like it's my duty to share um, that, you know, we're coming out of a pandemic. And, you know, for two years, we've been on lockdown. We've experienced the quarantine 15, which is, you know, the extra weight we may have picked up during this pandemic. And um, I just want to encourage everyone to continue to boost your immune system because you know this virus although you know those of you of us that have chosen to be vaccinated and boosted um, you know I, I encourage people to do that I, I encourage you to eat right to boost your immune system that means load up on protein and zinc and um, and like I've said through this entire podcast, load up on vegetables, raw vegetables, lean meat, chicken, fish, and turkey, drink plenty of water. Those are the kinds of habits that keep our immune system strong so that we can fight off this virus. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right, everyone out there, Nikki, thank you. Thank you so much. Really glad you mentioned zinc um, and just so grateful, so grateful to have you on the show. Uh, everyone out there, thank you for joining us today. This is the ITCAST, our community outreach podcast that aims to increase diversity in conversations on health and sexuality. Through this work, we are creating a world where all people feel loved, honored, and respected. Please ask us anything. As you saw on the show today, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Send in your questions. You can find uh, you can find more in the link below. And uh also join us at soul play in june come check out my workshop on uh, healing sexual shame and creating authentic intimacy um, it's going to be a wonderful weekend there's a hot tub there's all kinds of stuff so go to my resource page on our website and check out uh, check out what it is um, the ITCAST team wants to thank you for your contributions for our Patreon. It really keeps us going and allows us to make this work possible. Um, all right. And subscribe to this YouTube channel. That's what's, y'all, subscribe right here <laughs> and share with your community. Thank you, and we will see you next week.